the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. Tesla has launched sales in Thailand, offering its popular Model 3 and Model Y at prices aimed at competing against rivals like China's BYD car. Online purchases have begun with plans to deliver vehicles to buyers in the first quarter of next year. Southeast Asia's market of more than 600 million consumers is increasingly a focus for automakers looking to expand sales, especially of electric vehicles. Still, Thailand remains mainly a land of gasoline, diesel, and LPG fuel vehicles, even as a nationwide network of charging stations expands. Correspondent Jeremy House. Meanwhile, surprise news from the Justice Department this morning. A Libyan intelligence official accused of making the bomb that brought down Pan Am Flight 103 is in U.S. custody. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Salem Communications Holding Corporation stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC from time to time will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents that are responsible for any and all taxes. For full contest rules, see this station's website. You're listening to AM 1280 The Patriot inside your 1 o'clock hour this afternoon. Your weather forecast high of 34 today, partly sunny skies. Tonight, clouds come back, low of 27. Check out all the Christmas movies you want to see. It's on SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. No annoying monthly fees. Like Elfman, left on his own to save a family from a lousy Christmas, this elf finds his true identity in his special powers. Stay tuned, Northern Alliance Radio Network, coming up. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. False. My name is Mitch Berg. I'm in for Brad Carlson, who's off on assignment today. He'll be back next week. Have no fear. I am Mitch Berg, normally heard. On the Headliner Edition, in fact, the show for which I am synonymous, the Headliner Edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, every Saturday from 1 to 3 here on AM 12A, The Patriot. I am, uh, however, in for Brad, who is off doing the voodoo who do today. And uh, I always enjoy coming in on Saturdays and uh, Sundays, rather, 
and seeing how the other half lives. It's it's a different vibe here on Sunday. It's a little more relaxed. Not like the hustle and bustle and throb and thrum of Saturday radio, which of course is is sort of it, it's it's sort of like comparing Saturday radio as the floor of the Chicago Board of Trade and Sunday radio sort of like a, a Vermont farm field in terms of overall atmosphere and and an attitude, and yet it, it's it's fun to kind of see. It's it's sort of like a radio vacation for me, and I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Anyway, Brad will be back next week. Uh, don't forget the entire Northern Alliance Radio lineup uh, going on 19 years of dominating Twin Cities media. Myself, Saturdays, Jack Tomzak, Saturdays from 3 to 5. Brad, of course, normally found about this time every week. And King Banyan, our good friend on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, found every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. So either way, eight solid hours every week of dominating all Twin Cities media, whoever they are, radio, print, TV, podcast, doesn't matter. We beat them. Anyway, so lots to talk about today. I, I usually, whenever I wind up filling in for Brad, I should say, I usually wind up uh, picking a, a subject that's maybe a little different than I normally cover on Saturdays. Saturdays uh, are kind of ripped from the headlines days. Sundays, I, I like to do a little deeper thinking. I like to stretch my mental uh, legs a little bit and have a little, have a little mental intellectual fun. Indulge my inner English major, if you will. And and just kind of see where the subject takes me here, and, and but we'll see how that works because it's it's been a long weekend already. But uh, it, it, we we got a few subjects we want to talk about today. And either way, if you want to join us, the number is six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. You can also join us on Twitter, Gab Parlor, Me We and Getter at hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag Narn Show on all of the social media that matter, except for Facebook, where at some point this afternoon, uh, if I solve the technical issues, I will uh, run the live stream on the Northern Alliance Radio Network uh, fan page here. I frequently have trouble with that. I don't know why. It's driving me just a little bit crazy, but we'll uh, we'll make it work here, and hopefully we'll get that done. Oh, there we go. Live stream going up on the air in three, two, one. There we go. So. For those of you who need your radio with a video of a guy waving at you live on camera, that's what that's there for. So, yeah, we by all the media that matter, video, audio, we, if you crank your radio up loud enough, you can even get sort of a tactile uh, vibration through your feet uh, if you really, really want to commit to the bit here. So 651-289-4488. <sighs> what is he talking about? Well, I've got a few subjects I want to get here uh, to here today. But one of the things that I wanted to touch on here, because I am sick to death of hearing my progressive, shall we say, acquaintances on social media and in the media going, hey, all the Republicans, none of the Republicans will condemn Donald Trump for what he said. Uh, and, and by the way, for what he said includes things that he said and, and some things that he didn't say. For example, I, you may recall a couple of years ago when your progressive acquaintances, say maybe family members around the Thanksgiving dinner table, said, hey, why didn't Donald Trump condemn the January uh, 6th attacks? That, that, one, that one's an ongoing controversy. But that, that goes back to the one from, I think, 2018 when you had your progressive friends going, hey, why didn't Donald Trump uh, condemn the Charlottesville protesters? He, he called the, the, the neo-Nazis perfectly fine people. To, to which those of us who paid attention, and I, if you're listening to this station, you, you're probably one of them, uh, responded, uh, he did. 
he did not call the neo-Nazis. He did not call the tiki marchers. He did not call the cartoons uh, that the media have focused on in Charlottesville uh, perfectly fine people. He turned around immediately thereafter and said, yeah, no, 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 not the, not the, not the brown shirts, not the neo-Nazis. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a slander. It's, it's essentially something the lefty media made up to gull the gullible, which in American society today, I'm sad to say, is largely a synonym for the Democrat voter. And, and by the way, if you disagree with me and are a Democrat voter, feel free to give me a call at 651-289-4488. You do get on the line first. Uh, I've made that clear with all my producers. You, you do get on. You jump the queue if there is indeed a queue. And who knows, on Sundays, maybe there will be a queue. I don't know. But uh, I, I would like to set a little bit of the record straight uh, regarding President Trump. He did say, the things he did say uh, annoy me in many cases as badly as, as the things that he's accused of saying but didn't. And a tweet that came out the week before last, which I may have t- discussed very briefly on the Saturday show last week, is, is one of them. Uh, my my progressive friends are saying, hey, why don't you condemn him for this? Well, let's talk about that. The tweet read, and I I quote, so with the revelation of massive and widespread fraud and deception in working working closely with big tech companies, the DNC, the Democrat Party, uh, do you throw the presidential election results of 2020 out and declare a rightful winner? Or do you have a new election? A massive fraud in this type of magnitude allows for termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. And I looked at that and I thought, okay, you, you, the biggest problem that I've had with Donald Trump for the last several years now, to be honest, isn't so much his personality. I mean, that's that's a part of it. I, I was a Donald Trump non-fan Going back to the mid-1980s, I think my first time I actually paid attention to Donald Trump was 1986, 16 years ago. And I, I, he annoyed, as I've said on the show in the past, he annoyed the bejeebers out of me back then. And he annoyed the bejeebers out of me when he was still a Democrat. I mean, I literally watched one episode of The Apprentice, this back when uh, most of America's Democrats, the ratings show us, were making it appointment TV viewing. I mean, it was the number one show in the country for years, so that could not have been done without a whole lot of Democrats. You had R&B uh, singers like uh, Morris Day and The Time writing a song called uh, Donald Trump Black, uh, Black, was it Donald, Black Donald Trump. Uh, it, it's, he, was, he was something of a hero among the, the, the Brie and Chablis class for a while there. Until he came out of the closet and ran for republic as as a Republican or a pseudo conservative and, and ran as a Republican and suddenly he was he was uh, yesterday's news or much worse I, I think the term for much worse these days is literally Hitler. That being said, I like a lot of conservatives, I got on board when he actually got into office with his substantive accomplishments, not his rhetoric, not the way he treated his his cabinet. Not the way he treated people who were on his side. I remember watching the the, the the debates at the end of 2015. We had a Narn event, Brad Carlson and I, at the uh, at O'Gara's in St. Paul, the late, late, late great O'Gara's, for which I would normally observe a moment of silence. But, of course, that's not something you do on the radio. But uh, we, we had a debate party at O'Gara's, and Donald Trump winds up and attacks Hugh Hewitt. Calls Hugh Hewitt a loser with a low-rated talk show? I mean, Hugh Hewitt is 
a lot of things. I wouldn't call him a loser. I certainly wouldn't call him anti-Republican. He's certainly uh, he's, he's, he's certainly not to my right by any means. He's well to the center of me, but one of the good guys. And yet Donald Trump takes a swipe at him just as if he were Jeb Bush, as if he were Marco Rubio. It was it was bizarre. It was I, I remember standing there thinking, whoa, and this guy is still in the race. And of course, he went on and won the nomination. And went on to to impanel the best, most conservative candidate of my adult lifetime. I'm sorry, cabinet of my adult lifetime. And when the rubber hit the road, actually enact a lot of conservative policies, in some ways the most conservative uh, in terms of policy of my adult lifetime. And so a couple things about Donald Trump's tweet. No. You don't. There, there. You, you do not throw the presidential election of 2020 out and declare a rightful winner. There is no constitutional way to do that. We've talked about this in the past. The guy is making up the law on the fly. And if you think he has a legal case for same, by all means, build the legal case for this under the Constitution, without which process, by the way. Uh, the United States really just becomes another dictatorship, perhaps a benevolent one, perhaps not, but a country ruled by men and not laws. And you might say, well, we're ruled by men and not laws now. Yeah, well, that's something we have to fight for, the price of liberty and freedom. And by the way, the government of law rather than men is something that requires eternal vigilance. But I'll give you one more reason. Actually, uh, Ramesh Panura wrote an excellent article in National Review last week about why uh, it's time for the GOP to move on from Donald Trump with our thanks, with the observation that he outperformed his expectations, uh, especially mine, in so many ways. It's time to move on with our thanks. And it's not just his personality. It's not just the fact that he has created a personality cult around himself that doesn't observe and acknowledge the fact that there was a whole, there were a whole lot of people that contributed to his policy successes. In fact, perhaps enabled his policy successes that he has trashed. I mean, he had one of the best secretaries of defense in American history, trashed him. He trashed Mitch McConnell without whom, by the way, none of his policies would have that we praise him for as conservatives today would have succeeded or at least not succeeded easily. But behind all of that, there is one more reason that I think it's time for the GOP to move on from Donald Trump, and that's this. Donald Trump had an ad, uh, one advantage in 2016 and to a lesser extent to 2018, I should say 2017 and 2019, that he does not have today. When he took office in 2017, he benefited from the, uh, the, the after effects of the anti-Obama backlash. He, the Republicans controlled the Senate 52-46, uh, 52-40, 52-47, uh, actually 52-46 with two uh, Democrat independents. It was a thin control, but it was control. And we, the Republicans, controlled the House by a 45-47 vote margin in, uh, in 2017. That allowed us to push an awful lot of things through that we did not have the opportunity to, by the way, after the, uh, when Trump, in effect, became a not a lame duck, but close to a lame duck. When we lost the House in the midterms in 2018, 
Uh, we 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 lost to a thir- I went down to a thirty five vote deficit in the House of Representatives while we maintained a thin lead in the Senate. Uh, Donald Trump does not have the legislative backing to carry out his his policies of, of any sort. Any of the things that he he promised to do in two thousand sixteen are beyond his reach now. We are a thin minority in the Senate. Barely. I mean, if you count the three independents who will wind up voting Democrat most of the time, Bernie Sanders, Angus King, come on. I mean, you have Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin. At, at best, it brings you a stalemate, and we have a nine-vote lead in the, in the United States House of Representatives. That's not the kind of mandate that a controversial, unpopular, let's be honest, unpopular figure like Donald Trump needs to pass the sweeping agenda that is – going to put someone like him back into office if indeed it happens. So I'm going to say, yeah, it is time for the Republican Party to move on. If you disagree, by all means, give me a holler, 651-289-4488. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. TV news. It's a love-hate relationship. Well, let's be honest. More hate. We agree. That's why we're different. Salem News Channel has assembled the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. Home to Charlie Kirk, Hugh Hewitt, Eric Metaxas, and more. There's finally a place on TV for lovers of freedom like you. Watch anytime on any screen, free 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something 
something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. AM 12A, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, by the way, don't forget our sister station, thefishtwincities.com. Spray Christmas cheer around the clock. Tune in for Christmas classics. We're talking old favorites, modern takes on traditional hymns, new Christmas music, and so much more. FishTwinCities.com presenting the soundtrack of the season in conjunction with Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. You like some Christmas music? Well, Fish Twin Cities is the place to be. And I don't know, there are people out there that I know who are are, are down on Christmas music. In fact, uh, it's an annual tradition on public radio to mock the whole I notion of loving Christmas music. And some of it I can do without, but for the most part, I have to say, my, my love. If you don't like Christmas music, my, my love. take a hint. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Uh, it's the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Also, you can join us on Twitter, Gab, Parley, Me, MeWe, and Getter at hashtag NarnShow. I get some great questions there. Uh, by the way, on my initial rant, uh, Gary from War Road uh, wrote in to say, yeah, Ron DeSantis looking like the guy for him in uh, 2026. I, I, I'm. It's early to make any calls, but at this moment in history, I am on Team Ron. Let's uh, see what Mark in St. Louis Park has to say. Mark, you are on the air. Go right ahead. Mitch, always great to talk to you, and uh, hope I'll be allowed to be on again. But I remember in uh, 2015 slash 2016, yourself and Brad and Michael Medved. Donald Trump's elected, it's going to be Armageddon, the end of the Republican Party. And um, here we go again. I'll match Donald Trump's record, domestic policy, foreign policy against any presidents. Sure. And you don't, have the time, you don't have the time on the radio for me to do that. I can start with foreign policy. I can talk with ISIS, Abraham Accords, uh, demanding that uh, NATO pay their fair share, on and on and on. Agreed. And then go domestic. Domestic, hundreds of accomplishments regulations, VA laws passed. Um, I can go on and on. Uh, so, uh, But can, can I just say what Trump says inartfully, what the rest of us are thinking about the election. Yep. Um, John Ratcliffe said today on uh, Fox News, private companies can engage in conduct which is fraudulent in nature that interferes with voting rights. So he, he took the – most people think it's just government interference. No, private companies can't do that. Exactly. And Couldn't agree with you more. Yes, unfortunately, Trump says things that, that are inartful, and um, and uh, that's to his detriment. But he says the things that the rest of us are thinking. 
And uh, so that's uh, I can go on and on about Donald Trump, how much I appreciated him. Sure. But as a president, and, and, and by the way, I came to appreciate him a lot more once he actually got into office and started delivering on some of the things that, that he had that, that he had promised, the things he did actually deliver on here. Now, let's not forget that some of the people that he inartfully, as you put it, uh, accurately uh, bagged on mercilessly, especially in this last couple of years, the likes of Mitch McConnell, the likes of the House Republican leadership that he has been uh, dunking on ever since he left office. I mean, it it took three to tango. It took a Republican Senate. It took a strongly Republican House, which, by the way, went away after 2018. And it took a a president, an executive, to actually make all that happen. I mean, Donald Trump didn't do any of that in a vacuum. You have to remember that. He did provide the leadership that drove McConnell and the Republican leadership in the House uh, towards uh, goals that we all agree with. By the way, I, I can't disagree with you about literally any of that. The question I have, I do have to move on. As always, thank you for your call, Mark. And of course, you're welcome on the show anytime, always. Come on, please, give me a break. Uh, but I I, uh, I I say, the question I have is, is there anything that Donald Trump can do at this point? Not in 2017, mind you, when we, we're not going to have conditions similar, most likely, to 2017, a strong Republican lead in the House and a significant Republican lead in the Senate uh, to go along with uh, the presidency. I mean, if we do, that'll be a, something of a miracle. But even given those circumstances, can you see anything that Donald Trump can do that Ron DeSantis can't do at least as well? And, and not just Ron DeSantis. There's a few other people on the GOP bench that are potential contenders, I think, that can do much of what Donald Trump did without all of the negatives that will be trotted out uh, by the by the bushel basket in 2026 20, uh, if Donald Trump does get the nomination. Anyway, uh, points well taken, as always, Mark. John, uh, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Um, hi, yes. I have a question. I'm a little late and maybe a little off the subject, but... I don't quite understand former Minnesota Governor Ventura <laughs> endorsing Governor Walls. You know, Ventura offered back in 2016 to be Donald Trump's running mate. And uh, now he seems to have changed his position on him. I, I don't understand that part of it. Oh, he, that's the thing about Jesse Ventura is he doesn't really have positions. I don't think I mean, I don't think I'm slandering anyone in saying that uh, the Jesse Ventura doesn't really have positions so much as he has uh, marketing campaigns. I mean, he is out there to to make Jesse Ventura uh, famous and I, I don't know about wealthy, but he's certainly out there to provide, uh, to, to make sure that he has the notoriety he needs to keep his career going here. I mean, he he will cuddle up to anything that it takes to, to keep a, a public profile. And by the way, I think he endorsed Tim Waltz. I, I, if you take him at face value, it's because Tim Waltz promised to push marijuana legalization, which, of course, as we all know, is the most important issue facing Minnesota today. If we don't legalize marijuana, all of the other problems in Minnesota are are completely moot. I am being facetious here. I am being thoroughly sarcastic. I, I'm all for decriminalizing marijuana. I mean, the next joint I smoke will be my first uh, because not because I'm, I'm, I'm rigorously anti-drug by any means necessarily. I mean, I, I don't do them. Never really have, but marijuana makes you uh, sensitive and and introspective, 
And is there a greater hell on earth than being sensitive and introspective today? I don't think so. Uh, so uh, I know I, I think we should I think we need to decriminalize marijuana. That's a whole separate issue here. I think Jesse Ventura has latched onto that as his bit of counterculture cred. I think he has built his entire persona on being sort of a pseudo libertarian counterculturalist. Uh, let's not even talk about what he actually is in terms of being a conspiracy theory monger uh, and gleefully so. Anyway, I think that's behind it. I think he is a contrarian. I think he likes to get in the public's face. I think it happened to redound to his great advantage in 1998, which was a time when politics was really kind of a low impact thing in, in America as a whole. We talked about this briefly on the show yesterday. We talked about a lot of the things that came out of American politics in the 1990s, from 1994 on especially, because it was really the best of all possible times in American politics. Maybe maybe the most unique time in American history that I can think of, at least, at least certainly in my lifetime, it's certainly the most unique time I can think of since maybe than before 1912 because we really didn't have any great threats to us. The Soviet Union had fallen. China was still uh, rebuilding itself from Maoism and 60 million dead and multiple famines in my lifetime. Uh, it had it had not become the, well, it had not become what it is today. It was not necessarily a huge competitor to us at that point here. We had competition, but we didn't have existential threats. And so the economy, with all of that military spending turned to, and technology, mind you, uh, as well, turned to civilian production. The economy uh, became the strongest thing we have ever seen in our lifetimes. And, and God help us, maybe the strongest it will ever be again in any of our lifetimes, although, fingers crossed, hope springs eternal. Politics were kind of trivial back then. This was a time in history when a couple of million Minnesotans could get together and basically prank ourselves by voting for a professional wrestler and part-time movie actor for governor of Minnesota and all kind of grab a, a, a yuck, yuck, yuck about it and wake up the morning after the election and go, wait, what, he got elected? I mean, we pranked ourselves. We could have taken toilet paper. I mean, it, was, it was like a week after Halloween. We could have taken all that leftover toilet paper and TP'd our neighbors. We could have left sacks of flaming poo on each other's doorsteps. But no, we actually went out and, and, and elected Jesse Ventura as governor. I think he was as shocked as we were. It was a time when you, we could prank ourselves in good conscience and not worry about the consequences. These are not those times. Much more when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot.
We need your help. Hello, I'm Marianne Koharski, Director of Pro-Life Across America. In my 30-plus years, I've never seen such a concerted attempt to silence our efforts and at a time when it's most needed. There's a powerful effort to prevent and block our pro-life messages. Our billboards, social media, and digital ads are all impacted. Unplanned pregnancies still happen. Our ads feature a hotline number connecting callers with more than 3,000 pregnancy support centers across America, offering alternatives to abortion, free ultrasound, and pregnancy help. Babies' lives are being saved. The need still exists. It really does. And Pro-Life Across America needs your help. To donate, please find us at ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. Did you know I could suck my thumb before I was born? Yep, we all started small. Hi, this is Dennis Prager. As you know, the culmination of my life's work has been writing my Rational Bible Commentary series. I have done Genesis, Exodus, and the just-released Deuteronomy. They are all called the Rational Bible because my approach is entirely reason-based. My motto is, if it doesn't make sense, I don't accept it. If you look up the 5,000 reviews on my Rational Bible volumes, you will see how many lives I have changed. Whether you are a Jew, a Christian, an atheist, or a member of some other religion, it doesn't matter. This speaks to your mind and your heart in explaining the most important books ever written, the Rational Bible. The latest is Deuteronomy, the most quoted book of the nation's founders. So if you're looking for the perfect holiday gift, even for someone with no faith, in fact especially, I recommend giving them my Rational Bibles. Go to PragerStore.com. You can buy them individually or as a complete set. All Rational Bibles sold in the Prager Store are autographed by me. Go to PragerStore.com. That's PragerStore.com or click the banner on my website. Jim and I knew of Robbinsdale Women's Center, but didn't really know them until we toured. We were astonished by the amazing facilities and the genuine love and care the staff showed each woman that walked through the doors. That tour began our partnership with Robbinsdale Women's Center. Cindy and I have witnessed RWC's fiscal stewardship of our financial gifts. Being on the board has allowed me to see the careful discernment and prayerful thought that goes into every decision at Robbinsdale Women's Center. RWC receives no government funding and is debt-free. RWC owns all their assets and is 100% donor-supported. We're amazed at the number of abortion-minded women they serve. Weekly, five women, initially at risk of aborting their pregnancies, instead choose life. Join Cindy and I in supporting Robbinsdale Women's Center. Your gift will bring hope and life. Go to rwcinfo.org and help more mothers choose life. Let's make a difference. rwcinfo.org. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, you're a hunter. You need to know about the weather, not just because you don't want to freeze too badly when you're out in your deer stand, but the weather affects game. You can get the info you need before you hit the field. Uh, the uh, stock and barrel premium weather report. The hunter's forecast Thursday mornings at seven and eleven a.m. Also in the afternoon at 3 and 7. Courtesy of Stock and Barrel, my shooting range. With two locations in Chanhassen, Egan. 651-289-4488 is the number to call should you care to join me. Uh, Mitch Bergen for Brad Carlson, who will be back next week. He's off on assignment today doing, doing what he does. I... I Great question before. It's like, what did I think about the election of Jesse Ventura? And, and I, 
it's interesting. If I've heard from people who listen to the show and who have been listening since 2004, that it's become not just on this show, but really throughout culture, one of the great political cliches. Every time we're running up to an election, talking heads like myself, like Brad, like like King, say this is the most important election of our lifetime. You hear it every election. And these days, it's true. I mean, we do have a battle between Marxism and freedom going on in this country right now. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not hyperbolizing. There is a battle between Marxism and freedom. No less serious than that which happened in the 1960s, 70s, and 80s. And and really, through the 90s, although it really ended actually in the early 90s, we still have a little bit of it going on, quite a bit of it actually going on with Red China. And perhaps most dangerously of all, we have it going on here in the United States. The far left in this country is, in fact, Marxist. It's laundered. Call it intellectual money laundering. They can probably claim, oh, it's not like Joseph Stalin Marxism. Well, not yet. Either was Joseph Stalin until he got in power. But we we are in a battle between Marxism and freedom. And we on the side of freedom are represented by a a fair number of deeply imperfect people who nonetheless are what we've got at this point, unless every single one of us who are uh, center-right, libertarian, conservative freedom lovers actually get up and get elected to office. I mean, we got to work what we got to go work with. As Donald Rumsfeld said, you don't go to war with the army you want. You go to war with the army you have. Well, we don't fight the battle against Marxism. Today, with the conservative movement we want, we fight it with the conservative movement we got. The good news is, well, let's just say the bad news is that some of our ambassadors for it are not imperfect examples either of conservatism, Donald Trump, or uh, of of adherence to conservative ideology, Mitch McConnell, uh, McCarthy, Tom Emmer. I mean, they're not perfect. Perfect is the enemy of good enough. So the good news is we do have all of us out there pushing for much, much better in coming elections, and we have to get a lot more serious about it. By the way, in coming weeks on this broadcast, we'll be talking with some people about how to try and get to end the Republican losing streak, the conservative Republican losing streak in Minnesota. We'll be talking about that. But I considerably over the next year, I mean, that's going to be topic number one for me is ending the streak. So. By the way, I I talked about the 90s being kind of the wiffle ball of Minnesota politics. The consequences just weren't there. It was, uh, in the words of of Daryl Philbin, it was a cushy nerf decade in politics. Not, Not totally. I mean, the 90s were not without some consequence, not without some gravity in Minnesota in the 1990s. We had, we had. Well, after the early 90s, of course, so much of the Twin Cities technology industry is wrapped around defense. And when the Cold War ended, there's a bit of an economic crisis for about a year there. Then things pulled out and and pulled ahead and hummed right along. But, yeah, we did have a couple of big problems in the 90s. Murderapolis, you may recall, it was in all the headlines back then. It's coming back into all the headlines today. Everything that's old is new again. But Murderapolis was a significant, serious issue rendered somewhat less so than our current situation by the fact that every level of leadership involved from the governor, the uh, Arnie Carlson, of whom much more in just a moment here, all the way down to the Minneapolis City Council and the mayor of Minneapolis, Sharon Sales Belton, and the mayor of St. Paul, Norm Coleman, 
All of them, every single man and woman jack among them, agreed unanimously that crime was bad, that criminals weren't good, that criminals needed to go to jail, that people who harmed other people, law-abiding citizens, and otherwise infringed on the quality of life, deserved to get set straight. Even Sharon Sales Belton, who was a far-left mayor in her day and could not get endorsed by the Minnesota DFL today, or sorry, the Minneapolis DFL today, because she is to the right of Jacob Fry, who, let us not forget, is to the right of the Minneapolis DFL mainstream, many of whom hate him, and and without uh, ranked choice voting, in, in effect, a, a, a primary system, uh, Jacob Fry would have been ejected from office a year uh, back in 2021. That's what's changed. But back then, murder app was obviously a pivotal issue. And we were reminded of that, by the way, that the uh, some of those who were in, uh, some of the gang members that were involved in the shooting of Minneapolis police officer Jerry Hoff during the height of the murder Apples years are, are coming up for uh, pro, uh, parole potentially here. I uh, was going to talk about that yesterday. May get to it yet today. Certainly next week, if not today. So that was an issue. And the fact that, that Minnesota's government, uh, that honestly, that, that the times were so good in Minnesota once we got past the 91-92 recession uh, in the defense industry. Things were so good in Minnesota 30 years ago that we had eight straight years of budget deficit, uh, sorry, budget surpluses that, as we discussed yesterday, Arnie Carlson and the DFL leadership that he basically was a de facto member of turned into permanent spending, which, by the way, once the economy turned around after 9-11, turned into huge deficits that we spent most of the early and mid-2000s paying for. Again, we get ahead of ourselves here. But beyond that, Politics in Minnesota were largely, if not completely, uh, with with a few minor exceptions, pretty congenial, pretty low impact, pretty consequence free. You, as long as you you did something about crime in Minneapolis, you really couldn't go all that terribly wrong in in Minnesota in politics in 1998. And so, we pranked ourselves, <laughs> and, and that's and, in retrospect. Although I, I, at the time, and I wasn't heavily involved in politics at the time. Well, actually, I was. I ran for office in 1998 as a libertarian running for state treasurer and won a moral victory, although not a political victory. We've discussed this on the broadcast in the past. It was a, a low-impact enough uh, time when we could do that on ourselves and not pay decades of consequences for it here. Because even the biggest scandal that happened back then— I mean, when you think about scandals in the 1990s, they're, they're really they, they really do all tie, at least in terms of politics. I mean, there's other scandals. There was there were there were there were a number of scandals back then revolve, revolving around the stock market, around the Securities Exchange Commission, around the collapse of the savings and loan industry. I guess that was the 1980s, late 80s. The biggest political scandal, of course, is the Monica Lewinsky scandal. And. It was a huge scandal, obviously. It consumed American political life for the better part of uh, a couple of years. And whatever you have to say about it, you have to recall that it was different than the scandals we have today in two key regards. Number one, 
it got covered. Oh, did it ever get covered? <laughs> and two, there was never a single allegation of a foreign actor that was acting against America's interests being involved in the Monica Lewinsky scandal. We had a pervy old Lothario for president. That's really what it came down to. The perviness and Lothario is perviness, skeeziness, skeeviness, lecherousness was not being leveraged or exploited by, say, the Soviet Union, which didn't exist, or by the communist Chinese or by the Iranians. Perhaps they would have if they could have. But there were no national security implications to the fact that we had a, a, a Lothario and a pervert for president. It was all pretty innocent high school grade stuff by modern standards. I mean, today, the scandals we have are foreign powers buying influence directly from the president's family and possibly from the president more or less directly. I mean, if we take the assertions about 10% to the big guy at what we suggest and suspect is face value, that's a whole nother thing. That's if the stain on the blue dress was put there by a hostile foreign power that bears us immense ill will rather than just a, a skeevy, sketchy president. So we had that going back then. Uh by the way, uh, w- one other thing about Donald Trump. I, I, I'm going to have to write about this this coming week on the blog and maybe talk about it in greater depth next week or maybe not. I was listening last week as I was driving home from one place to another on Sunday afternoon to a, to a program on, on national public radio to which I listen so you don't have to. It's called On the Media. We've talked about it before. It's essentially a cheerleader for big media. Uh, it's... Uh, I have very few other I have very little nice to say about it. It's generally speaking a terrible show that essentially takes the media's narrative and declares it true and moves along. And it focused on us here at Salem Communications. It was an investigative report by a woman actually from Minnesota Public Radio who lives here in the Twin Cities and lamented or at least pointed out the fact that there are four Salem stations. Anyway, as part of her, quote, investigation, end quote, she pointed out that Salem Communications went all in on Donald Trump in 2016, 2017, because he, he figured uh, that the, the management at Salem Communications figured that Donald Trump was ratings gold. Okay. That's true. So the question I would love to ask of our reporter from Minnesota Public Radio, in fact, I National Public Radio, uh, and I may actually ask her of this uh, this coming week, is how was any other media different? I mean, all of the American mainstream media profited immensely during Donald Trump's administration. Salem Communications, just honest about it. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. When you can't stop, (coughs) there's Vicks VapoRub. 
Vicks Vapor Rub sends powerful medicated Vicks vapors right to the source of your <coughs> so you can experience cough relief and breathe easier. Generations of families have trusted Vicks VapoRub to help relieve the worst cold symptoms. So next time you have a cough, reach for the Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Cough relieving is believing. Are you looking for trusted insight and knowledge on how the eyes reflect the connection between health, lifestyle, sports, and nutrition? Tune in to my new show, Open Your Eyes Radio, Saturday at 9 a.m. with me, Dr. Kerry Geld. I'm an optometrist with more than three decades of experience, a keen interest in longevity and lifestyle, with a never-ending focus on the four basic principles of health, nutrition, exercise, stress reduction, and sleep. Listen and learn with me every Saturday at 9 a.m. here on AM 1280, The Patriot. This ho-ho holiday special from Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is ready to save you some cold, hard cash this season. Standard Heating would like to save you up to $1,200 off a new furnace or a new boiler. That's right. Standard Heating services and replaces boilers, too. Ask about payment options and 0% financing this holiday season. That's two ho-ho holiday offers this month with savings of up to $1,200 off a new system. Be sure to ask about installing a water heater with your purchase. Don't be scrooged and left out in the cold this winter. Call for your free custom estimate today. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is a third-generation family-owned and operated company. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, providing the comfort you deserve since 1930. Call Standard Heating to schedule an appointment. Mention the Patriot. That's Standard Heating for all your heating needs this winter. StandardHeating.com. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. It's a look at today's most compelling stories and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to daybreakinsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's daybreakinsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's daybreakinsider.com. Wake up with the Patriots Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com by using the keyword subscribe. That's subscribe at am1280thepatriot.com. This song's so nice, we played it twice. Now, if you're going to double up a bumper, do it with big country, absolutely. 651 289 this is my high school prom theme, by the way. No, I made that up. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Back in college, 20 years ago, when this album came out, it was the winter of 1983, 20 years ago. I sat for like 60 hours over the winter learning every single guitar and vocal part of this record. No regrets. I'd do it again. One of the great albums of my lifetime. 651-289-4488. Big country. The Crossing. Come on. If it's not Scott's, it's... Not Scott's. 651-289-4488. Or you can join us on hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show. On uh, Twitter, Gab, Parlor, Me, We Are Getter. And I'm also uh, streaming live on the Northern Alliance Radio Network fan page 
at uh, on on Facebook. By the way, uh, yeah, Brent in St. Paul points out uh, uh, Jesse Ventura is only in it for the weed. <laughs> uh, Brent also says Minnesota GOP does not want to win elections. Well, I'll tell you what. There is a there's a case to be made. And I talked about this briefly during yesterday's show that. Uh, and I got exactly the same cough at exactly the same time as I talked about it yesterday. There was a great article that came out 15 years ago. Uh, I think it was in Sports Illustrated. I'd have to look up the details. But the writer there made the case and a very good case that Tribune Media, which owned the Chicago Cubs at the time, Uh, like a lot of mid-level baseball teams, actually had a compelling economic interest in not winning the division, in not going to the World Series, in not building a team that was going to get all the way downtown. Uh, I'll explain. He uh, said that that, uh, when you have a franchise like the Chicago Cubs built around a city, around an identity like that, and around a ballpark like Wrigley Field, which is a national treasure, let's be honest, even before it became hip to say so, it was a national treasure. You have a built-in money-making machine, a machine that will bring in full ballparks no matter how, I mean, within limits. I won't say no matter how bad the team gets because we saw uh, in the mid-'90s how bad turnout could be uh, for the Minnesota Twins when they were in the cellar of the American League uh, at that that time, uh, American League West, I think it was. after after the 91 World Series when the, the team tailed off and, and for a while there, the, uh, the St. Saint Paul Saints were drawing more people to some games than the Minnesota Twins were at the Metrodome. So there's a downside to having a team that's so bad that nobody cares and people will go see un, uh, unaffiliated single A ball. And the downside of having a World Series winner is unless you have uh, sort of a bolt from the blue miracle like the 87 and 91 Twins, you have to spend a lot of money to have a realistic shot, uh, a, a bankable shot of going all the way to the World Series. Stay with me. This is going to come back to the Minnesota Republican Party. So it, it, without spending the money it took to have a reliable, bankable shot at going all the way to October, back when the World Series was in October, uh, you're and without spending so little that you were in the cellar perennially and were sort of a, a, a mid-90s Minnesota Twins or a, I don't know, a late two, uh, early 2000s uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, no, that's right. Anyway, a perennial cellar dweller that nobody cares about. The sweet spot to be was right in the middle to have a brand that was so big that people would come out to see you uh, come hell or high water and participate in the fan experience of being part of this great institution, seeing the Cubbies at Wrigley. It's almost as big of a deal as seeing the St. Paul Saints at Midway Stadium was back in the 90s and early 2000s when they were a St. Paul institution. And they still are, by the way, although things have changed greatly with the Saints, clearly. Back on subject here. The, the the point of the article was it made great sense for the owners of the Chicago Cubs and similar clubs to them, like, for example, the Red Sox until they finally won the World Series, uh, to, and the Cubs until they won the World Series, for that matter, to aim right for the middle. Not so bad that people wouldn't come out to Wrigley and not so good that they would have to spend so much money that they, the, the owners negated their financial advantage of having that tradition. Get get a team that was just good enough to keep people interested, but didn't cost so much money that the, that the Tribune agents or the Tribune uh, Corporation and the owners of the Cubs didn't rake in money 
in biblical amounts, which is what they did. I am somewhat concerned, uh, to Brent's point on the uh, comment section for the our, our Facebook fan page, that uh, the Minnesota does not want to win elections. I don't know if that's exactly true. I think what you have here is a situation where you have a, a lot of consultants uh, the good, the entire Minnesota consultant industrial complex on the Republican side makes a lot of money by the status quo. They they make a lot of money from the status quo, and I mean, fighting back from behind is it can be great fundraising and it's certainly great billing. But if they actually won. Then they'd have to. Then the then the entire game would change. It's. I need to work out the theory here, but I think that there are people, certainly in the consultant complex, who actually benefit from the status quo. Now, the corollary to that is that actual Republicans, conservatives, people who care about the future of the state, people who have an interest in freedom, prosperity, and opportunity, need to take the party back. From the consultants. And of course, there's danger in that because, as we saw, people who charge to the caucuses and the conventions to take the party back from the establishment, well, I mean, they gave us Scott Jensen. God loves Scott Jensen. He was the guy in the arena. He ran a great endorsement race, followed by, let's just say, a, a, a general election campaign that, what's a good term for that? Offered uh, room for improvement, opportunities for growth, shall we say. I, I, I say this as someone who was on Team Michelle. I was on Michelle Benson's team from the beginning. I think nominating Michelle Benson would have made great sense. And got, got a little impatient, by the way, with Republicans. That, hey, she's part of the establishment. Okay, again, the difference between an establishment Republican and a fire-breathing insurgent is being elected one time. Michelle Benson was a Tea Party Republican. She was one of the insurgents along with Roger Chamberlain and Mary Franson and, and the rest of the Tea Party class of 2010. And in 2012, suddenly she's what? The establishment? Uh, we'll relitigate the 20, uh, 2022 gubernatorial campaign oh, later. Much more to come when we come back. Northern Alliance, go nowhere. One more hour to go. Closing time, turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Local Business Owner, do you get calls from multiple digital marketing firms trying to sell you the quick fix to your marketing challenges? Maybe you've bought the latest tactic that some hotshot sold you and you're wondering where your results are. The problem is you know you need to market your business, but trusting a partner, well, that's been a challenge. Our solution for many local business owners is through our digital marketing solutions, Salem Surround. Salem Surround is unique because we're based on the same guiding principles that Salem Media is. We actually care about our clients and we're accountable to our results. The same care that we deliver our radio content to you is the same we do with all our digital marketing services. So reach out to us at SalemSurround.com today and we'll consult with you about your individual needs and create a customized plan to actually do what you need your investment to do. That's SalemSurround.com, a full-service digital marketing solution for your business. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? 
then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-942-1451 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-942-1451 for your free quote. That's 800-942-1451. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police, and nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate. And de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested, don't argue, don't resist, don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now, complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. AM 12. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.